0: okay yeah hello everyone and welcome to the new episode of the pl report uh, sorry we've been gone for a while it's been a bit up and down for both of us for me me for mainly because i have been uh, i'm planning to move and uh, ayush has been moving and now he's acclimatizing to college so it's been a yeah. while, it's been a it's been a busy few weeks for both of us and uh, yeah, so we're back now, and uh, we're hoping that we'll be more consistent from now. I don't want to make any guarantees because we've we've said this before that we'll try and be more consistent, and it hasn't worked like due to circumstances. And uh, so we've missed a lot of PL action.
1: I'm not. We have missed loss. a lot
0: of football. Yeah, we haven't
1: discussed. No, like other. things. Uh, yeah, we have been watching it. We just haven't. Yeah, no, missed or, like in there's the there's sense no that worry. as a podcast, yeah. we
0: missed a lot of football. Like yeah, the way you were implying it. So. Yeah, Yeah. So but, I don't think we spoke
1: about Ronaldo's transfer to United in the last one. We it yeah, was going to happen Man City. Yeah, that's that's our, our last was...
0: discussion, I remember. Like, yeah. I, honestly, okay, so I, I would like to hear your thoughts because I've been talking about this quite a bit, so. Alright. Yeah. I think as of now, we
1: all know what he was brought in for. He was brought in for the goals and the consistency and everything, you know. Whether Manchester United play well week in or week out, it doesn't matter. Ronaldo will be there scoring. And Mm. to be very honest, even if it's a tap-in, it still counts as the one goal. So it really doesn't matter if he scores 30 tap-ins also and United Mm. go ahead in the league or in the Champions Mm. League. But they haven't gotten off to such a great start, which I thought they would with the assembled squad. Like, Mm. I knew those, I'm going a bit off topic, but staying on Manchester United, I knew that Sancho won't blow up the second he joins the premier league yeah. because it's a tough league and like plus yeah. even if it wasn't a tough league you take time to adjust and it's an
0: adaptation
1: and yes exactly plus you know how ruthless the pl media is so even that could be playing a mental fact in his mind that he has to score or assist in the next yeah. game to be considered a good player or good signing hmm. Varan has been decent so yeah I
0: think Varan has been excellent dude I've been watching Varane week in week out hmm. he's Barely puts a foot wrong, always in the right place. Like, yeah, you concede goals and that's the thing. Like, it's a new unit. It's going to take time to gel and yeah, like, it's going to take time to set things up. The biggest problem that this defense is going to face is the lack of a defensive midfielder. This defensive midfielder conundrum has been there for four years. Ronaldo will not Mm. get rid of that problem for you. That's not what Ronaldo can do. And I I'm not. I'm we, first of all. I'm not as sold on Ronaldo. Uh, like, if do, do you want to complete your point? Like, uh, I I yeah, thought it was. I like think that. I just add
1: to your point of the defensive midfielder that we both know yeah. how much Declan Rice is needed in that midfield. Yeah, and I would. I would agree that. But I still think the right back problem is also there. If you yes, that is
0: also an, an an issue. Yes, like but uh, I think la- Vaas, last game Van Persie actually played quite well. In my opinion, I think. Against
1: See, it's Tampa, not that he's not a yeah. good player. I think it's yeah. his consistency. Like the tackle he made against Club Brugge, if I'm not wrong, that's yeah, he played. Uh, yeah the red like, card.
0: Yeah, uh, it, no, it, it was, was against so uh, what do you call it? Uh, young boys.
1: Young yeah. boys. Sorry, yeah, it, it was so unnecessary like well that's his playing style had... dude
0: you kind of have to accept that like some games it's going to happen like i'm not saying get sent off four times a year but yeah. it, once in the like i think this is one of his first red cards that i've seen so like the way he plays the um, uh, ambition that he has in his tackling one day or the other that was going to result in red and that just was the game like that's some players you have to accept that there are some flaws that are there so yeah i understand obviously united lost the game and everything but uh, that's not only down to Anveshaka. There's still like the manager is also a, like there are still question marks over Solsha. Like there is no denying that. Like the start- yeah, they don't I generally start well anyway. So I have like, to come
1: to you for that point.
0: Like, yeah. Okay.
1: So uh, the uproar coming right now is that yeah. is also uh, Solsha the right choice? Like they've gotten the squad they needed. Like arguably, yeah. apart from the defensive midfielders, yeah. they have everything they need. Yeah. They've still managed to bottle eighteen titles since he's got there. 18 cups and everything. Do you think... Like, Dude, I know okay, so I'll, I'll stop you there,
0: right? Honestly, just give me an answer to this. Like, why why has this stat never been raised for Mauricio Pochettino? Why was this not raised for Jurgen Klopp when Jurgen Klopp was there at Liverpool and had barely won anything for... Well, he won the Europa League quite uh, like quickly, I think. He was in the final or did they win? Like, like but you Pochettino have to understand- never faced that question, like... Like this is like 18 cups you participated in and haven't won. Dude. Uh, there's a lot of managers at right, elite clubs who have had that situation. Okay. Let's I not get th- that. Yeah, I
1: get that. I'm not saying that I'm out. Olympic I know. No, I'm not uh, saying so you sad. are.
0: I right? like, I just like that like, just... line of argument makes, makes no sense to me. That's all.
1: Oh yeah. I just have that one question where
0: you took the, yeah. yeah,
1: of yeah. And Klopp, were they provided with the same budget as old gun shows? Do they have the same spot? you have to well, look at uh, that perspective also that is yeah to that that's a yours. fair uh,
0: question to ask but like the the squad that ole had before also was not right like it's not just that like that's the thing you can't isolate individual points right like i'm not uh, like this is just how i believe and this is how i feel like there's a lot of things that you have to take in there's a lot of context behind it like first of all you have to ask where manchester united were at the point that ole came in okay And as a fan of the club, it looked really bad. It looked really weird. It looked really like the players were very disjointed and it felt very, uh, there was a gap in uh, what they want to do and what this club should have the ambition to do and what they were actually doing. Ole has bridged that gap quite a bit. Like I'm not, uh, the questions are fair to ask. You can fairly ask questions, but you can't suddenly expect like the season is not played by the end of September. That's the thing. It's only September. Let that's us look at this season. Like, let us look at the season and look at what the situation is in Feb and March. If in Feb and March, the situation is not great, he's still not been able to challenge for the title. They're out of the Champions League. They're already eliminated from the League Cup. So, if all these things don't happen and if the if the season, season is floundering, then the concept of sacking Ole and getting rid of the manager, that's when that question should come into play. Not in September. Like, this is... Uh, you have to give a person time with this. A season is, uh, this is, this is the thing with football. It's not three days or four weeks or in the, that's not the time period in which this game is played. The leagues are played at a period of nine months. You have to always know. That is why even Arteta, like they've, they picked up results, but you should give him oh. at least two, three months of time in the season to see where is there a direction that the team is Is heading. the team is heading in, like. You have to have a more long-term view of this. And if you don't have that long-term view, like as a fan, okay, you're a fan. You have barely any expectation. Just don't be racist. That's your expectation as a fan. Like don't Mm -hmm. be racist. Don't be homophobic. Don't be offensive. Like that's the bare minimum that you can do as a fan. Right. And so fans expectations are not what clubs should be dictated by. The clubs, the people making the decisions, they have to look at a much more long-term process. And then realize how to go about things and how to make take the next step. So okay, let's go back to the Ronaldo thing because, uh, dude, this defying of Ronaldo when he's come to Manchester United, the Instagram, the Twitter, the furor that like the the media circus that has been created around it, it's uh, it's horrible in my opinion. It's it's really bad. Like it's 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 like a. It's basically like a pandemic. Like it's like every 20 minutes, 30 minutes, Manchester United Twitter was uploading something related to Ronaldo. Even if they're not, it's not just the Manchester United Twitter. Like the Twitter as a whole. Like, like he's played four games, right? Three or four games, whatever the number mm. is. And he, he scored four. Three goals. games if I'm not. Three yeah. goals, uh, Three games and four goals, right? Four goals, like, yeah. Okay, fine. He's played three games. He scored four goals. What were the teams that he was playing against? Can we calm down? Can we not anoint him a success or a failure already? Same with this guy and same with the Parisian one, okay? Please stop like making decisions based on four games. It's four games. Three, four games. Like, what is going on? Like, and another thing that I have a problem with the Ronaldo discussion is the uh, rape allegations against him. Like with a person with such a checkered history, like there is such a problem here An isolated incident that's such a problem. And you are like, people are like, even the way the manager is talking about him. Like he's such a great human being and stuff like that dude. Like, like just because you were able to find a loophole around the thing. I'm not saying he did it. I'm not saying yeah. that's the only okay?
1: reason why I haven't spoken about it anywhere. Cause we don't know what actually happened. So no, I'm, I'm not, not going to pretend it, it happened, whether
0: it happened or whether I know it happened or it didn't happen, but at least address the fact that this is in his past. Let's not at least just completely blind it. Okay. Let's not mm. pretend that that does not exist. Like, Ronaldo will try to hide it. Fair enough, because it's it's disparaging to his reputation and there's a lot of money for a lot of people at stake. But mm. at least give context to the situation. Like, a lot of podcasts and people who have been discussing this, at least give that information. Like, give that important... Like, you have to... I am not saying whether he did it or not. That is not mm. none of my business and there is no way for me to know. But at least let's address the elephant in the at least address it, because like if if imagine if something like that had happened with me, which is basically like almost all women in the world. Like there is at least a forty-five mm. percent population who has faced some form of the other of some sort of abuse or some sort of incident like Pretty that.
1: Pretty sure it's something. more, but yeah,
0: like forty-five percent of the population in terms of like popular of the human population, because
1: oh, like, all right, yeah, 50, 50, Then, 50, make, right? then it makes makes so, sense. Yeah, hmm. so, so fair enough.
0: Yeah, so like that's just a that's just a safety number I've taken. I would have said fifty percent, but like I, there are there might be a few lucky women who haven't had something like that happen to them. But uh, like, like how would they feel like if somebody like this you have completely just steamrolled over this heinous accusation that is against you? I'm not saying don't think of him as the great player that he is. Like. Like, yeah. kind of try and be what it was with Kobe, like, contextualize it, talk about the fact that he went through this, like, let people know because there are a lot of people. I've talked to a lot of people who did not know that this was there in his past. Like, I did not know for a long time, dude. Like, and I, 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 I'm I a fan of the club that he's currently playing for, and I mean, it's it's it must be so disheartening, dude. Like, for somebody who's gone through this, like, it would feel like that. Like, I don't know, I'm, I'm projecting obviously, but like. It fe- there's a lack of inclusion when you don't discuss this. Like, you don't want to, like, it feels like some people's voices are being trampled and trodden upon and you just feel like the game that you love doesn't love you back and that's the worst thing to be, right? Like, the game doesn't want you. The game doesn't want you to be a part of it and- and that's the opposite of what this sport is all about. It's about as many people who enjoy the sport, let us get together and enjoy it together. Like, isn't that what, isn't that what the fans are about in the stadium and there is 70,000 or 60,000 or 50,000, the stadiums are full and the people are screaming and your feet like from the TV, we are able to feel that feeling. Right. Like that's yeah, what it's about. Makes sense, Right. So I, yeah, that's I, I, I just, I just thought we need to address this at least like, Oh, for sure. Else that's all I've always had the
1: ideology if you're idealizing Ronaldo I'd say idolize his work ethic and on the pitch yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly, exactly give, give, give
0: give context to the man like everything exactly. about him is who he is not you can't just ignore uh, part of parts of his life just because they don't fit your narrative
1: yeah fair enough yeah so let's get back to the premier League. yes now. let's actually For get into the here. Premier
0: League and let's talk about it yeah go uh, okay, okay now, which team do you now. want to talk about first?
1: Do you want to talk about teams or do you want to talk about the two matches that happened last week that I wanted to talk about? First? Yeah,
0: let's let's talk game-wise then. Okay, by Manchester All United, right. we, we're not going to discuss too much now. Unless you want to discuss Jesse Lingard for a bit. Otherwise, uh, I don't know what else we have to read.
1: Really... We'll just have a small, what do you say, uh, leave it to Jesse Lingard.
0: I don't yeah. think he's staying next season, the way he's playing.
1: He like, should be like a he shouldn't yeah fair enough
0: Well, honestly like he he could easily get into like uh, 12 13 premier league teams easily he'll be in the starting level like no doubt about it like exactly like
1: and he's a player that many clubs need unlike manchester yeah. united yeah they but they there is a to- there is a
0: breed of player that still exists i believe that will live like they they want to be involved with this club and they want to win things with this club and that's the thing like when you are a championship level squad when you're a premier league winning uh, capable of winning premier league title squad. Some players will be there who might have done better somewhere else, but they will stick around because they want to win. The will to win is more important than them playing all the time and being in the team week in, week out. Jesse Lingard will get his opportunities. He will not play as much as he deserves to, but the fact yeah, that he will enough. be at his boyhood club and be able to win makes me a bit skeptical whether he'll leave. But if, if, if I was Lingard and if it was about, I would be more selfish. I I, I would just I'm yeah, just it more, would make sense, you know. I would because want like, to play and I would because because my love for the game is beyond my love for Manchester United. I love football and playing football too much. I I'm I'm imagining it's obviously I'm not exactly. I think that's a lot yeah. of players' ideology. Like we know a lot of players who support. And it's it's the best, like the, this is your team. livelihood, also, dude. Like we we forget that this is their livelihood. This is what like their families, and there is so much involved, like they're Like, there are so many stakes for them and there is so much jeopardy in them if something goes wrong. Like, you have to get as much, like, money out of it as well. Like, I'm always in for an athlete. Get the fucking money. Get as much money as you want. And I think, like, Lingard is getting paid well. But, like, you have a short time period to make your mark on this game. So... If I was Jesse Lingard, I would have been like, I'm not going to lose another opportunity. I know I'm good enough. I'm going to go and show the world exactly how good I am. And we yeah, am doing huh? at West Ham. So mm, he did that. Yeah. Let's so, talk yeah, about the he, actual game now. So, and, uh, how, how were your opinions on the game? I quite liked it. You know, it was, it was a good game to watch, action, but right? United still, again, there's a, there's a sense of disjointedness in it. The fact that they're getting results, even though they don't look great is positive. That's a huge positive you need to sign. Sometimes you just need to grind out results by the time you figure out your combinations. And I think Marcus Rashford is something that they they want back in their squad and back in their team. Because I think Tony Martial is done. I think his Manchester United career is basically over. Like, I love Tony Martial. I am a big, big fan. But, like, just for his sake and for the club's sake, I think just... just like I think get, they're ready to offload need, him. Also, yes, yeah, just like just look for a like like just look to get out. Like I would be, I, I feel like that makes most the most sense now.
1: Yeah, I I think he still has potential in anything. Like he's still young. He's still relatively twenty five years old. Yeah, think? he's not. I a, think,
0: I yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, my bad.
1: I don't think he has a future at Manchester United. Though. Maybe mm. at any other top club, maybe he could be rejuvenized and everything, and he could have. Yeah. A revival of something of a career, but not your like his dribbling is top notch. You can't take mm. that away from him. He's just out of form. And that's fair. And I don't think he's gonna get enough chances to get in form at mm. Manchester United, also. Because yeah. playing once in two months won't exactly bring you back in form. Same thing goes for Donny. Yeah, that's Curry, true. Right? Yeah.
0: But Van Der Beek actually was pretty good in that rest time game. I thought yeah, was, I,
1: I watched I thought the, he was pretty uh,
0: the, good. Like the Greenwood chance was all yeah. Vanderbek. Like that was a great pass. Like I think Vanderbek can, can still be the, a, an important part of this team, but uh
1: you're talking about the EFL Cup, right?
0: Yeah, I'm talking about the EFL yeah. Cup game. No, I'm Did just they, like, well, I'm just, because we're discussing those players, that's why I'm referring to that game. I want to talk about oh the yeah, Premier League game for only, sure. mainly, but yeah. For
1: sure. But yeah, I think the one criticism that I might have for West Ham is that I've seen quite a few times is that when they played the game and they scored the goal, their mm. energy levels completely dropped and they let Manchester United get back in the game very easily. Like Manchester yeah, United... Yeah, I guess so. Well, it was five, a,
0: like uh, in, in this particular game, like, the, the squads are, there is a difference between the squads and uh, I thought West Ham held out pretty well. And like Manchester United looked better than the, like the Wolves game, for example. The Wolves game, they were absolutely second oh, best yeah. for that game. I think and they Delia look better here.
1: And wan Basaka saved them a lot of times
0: in that game. Yeah. Course. Even against hmm. uh, West Ham, also Van bissaka had a great block. I think Vas- uh, Varan and uh, West uh, Van Bissaka were there together, and they. Oh yeah, no, block. but like and Manchester uh,
1: United as a, as a unit also performed well. Unlike the Wolves game, where. It was oh yeah, they were, be- they were they were great.
0: Like they were better. Like I would say, yeah, they And were they were better. they were lucky as well be- because of the penalty and everything. Like uh, that could have gone really badly, and they would have dropped points from and almost all, like oh from yeah, a I lucky position. Never like.
1: Thought- yeah, I was going to save a penalty. Oh, no, like, no. I was not expecting his it at, at all. Record. I wouldn't oh, yeah. bet my life on him saving that. You know, it's just yeah. not there. Well, yeah, but, honestly, yeah. I
0: think uh, saving a penalty, like uh, there's a lot of luck involved. So you can have bad luck. Yeah, that's there. It. And it's not his strong suit. Like, he's he's had an excellent season so far. Like, he's he's been... Uh, yeah, I, have I think be. he's actually been United's best player till now if you really ask me. Like, I think Pogba might rival him, but that's I think Heya is in the list for the best player that United have had this season like Varan, I think would be a good rival as well like Varan has had a good team like that's the thing individual performances have been pretty good but the thing is that the Mm. unit is a bit disjointed till now I think they'll need a bit more time like to get used to Ronaldo and try and figure like Ole is also a bit like off the fly kind of a manager also right like he doesn't have tactical nous and he's not got a playing philosophy that he wants to employ so I think that's why uh, they will take time to figure these things out
1: if if it's going to work well, yeah. I agree with you. And I think I, I might have missed to address this point. You said before they've been grinding out results. and That's the mm. difference between top four contenders and title contenders. Mm. Title contenders know how to grind out results. Like even if Man City might not have been the best team each and every game when they get 98 points, they mm. still grinded out results. Like especially mm. that company goal they got against Leicester. Yeah, the, the Leicester team, one, yeah. Won them the league Exactly. Yeah. Like, it was nil-nil, but you know, it's a bit of luck and grinding out the results. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking about Manchester City. Yeah, go they've, ahead. Like, I think uh, Ferran Torres is being uh, reinvigorated as a striker. If yeah, we've talked about, about this rare. a bit.
0: Like, Ferran Torres was looking very interesting and that. Like, uh, I, think, I think Sterling also, they'll try and use in that role, I have a feeling. So, I think yeah. The yeah. they've, they've already done it. Yeah. Have you yeah, watched a lot of City think... games this year? I have barely watched, I've watched Manchester City f- play. I've watched a few.
1: I didn't watch okay. that Champions League game, which I watched the highlights and everything. They were good in that game. But like, mm-hmm. you know, the defensive problems they had. and Yeah. I really like Gabriel Jesus this season. Whenever yeah, we've talked Gabriel about this. Like, you weren't
0: very sold on it. Like, I told you he can become that right-winger thing. that They, they, they are looking at him as genuine option. I wasn't sold but
1: I can see him now. He's giving Mars a run for his money. I've barely yeah. seen Maris start because of yeah, <laughs> he's been exceptional.
0: Yeah, and that's actually yeah, that's a the good thing. thing. Like, was... uh, okay, uh, we're talking. about uh, the biggest difference between Gabriel Jesus and almost anybody on that pitch, like in the who can play in that particular role, is right. Gabriel Jesus will run his socks off for you. That is the thing that I've always oh, liked yeah, about Jesus. Like, he's so good at pressing. Like the numbers also, right? Do the attacking pressures that he creates, like the pressures that he's doing, like the amount of. Leg work that he's doing as an attacker, it is it is much much higher than almost any other forward in the, the uh, like the number is quite ridiculous like in, compared to any other Man City player. He's got like almost double the touches or something. I'm not 100. I'm, they, they don't take this for as uh, I'm not 100 oh, yeah, sure on life. the number, but the numbers the number statistics suggest that Gabriel Jesus is very very Firmino like. Like he'll do the running, he'll do the leg work, he'll put in that defensive shift for you. And uh, even as an attacker, like the, he can get off the back of the uh, defensive line and he can make in those runs, like his runs aren't towards goal. They're more towards the wing where he can uh, try and get in. And he's got reasonable dribbling ability. Also, there's a lot of positives about Jesus, but the thing yeah, is I that think he's never been a clear cut striker striker. Shooter. Like. He's never been. He's more of a hybrid player, and I think that's what the thing is. You have to kind of play around with what you can do with Gabriel Jesus to find the perfect role and to find the perfect system, and that's what the Pep thing is. Like quite a lot of people were very hesitant on whether Pep Guardiola will figure out how to play with Cristiano Ronaldo. I think if Ronaldo had gone to Man City, I think Man City would have found a way because I think Pep Guardiola is that good. He would have found. I don't think
1: they would have been stopped then. Like I think the only missing part they still have. Like correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Like. They it could have gone disastrously a long also, but I think like it, it that, is, that is always a possibility. But I think yeah, Pep obviously. would have figured something out how to how to implement Ronaldo into in and around his team to get the best and maximize what they have. And when you have that group of players, the maximum that you could get out of it, like Man City would be Champions League favorites instantaneously.
1: Oh, obviously. And I think the only reason, like even though they might win two, three games, five, zero, six, zero, 0 hmm. they'll absolutely thrash their games. But mm. when it's not their day, they need a striker who can finish. Yes, you need, you need, to,
0: yeah. Like what and United got with Ronaldo. United, Ronaldo has basically, like, exactly. been the, Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandes. Like, I think Bruno Fernandes has been the better pair since Ronaldo came in. But, like, yeah, oh, like yeah these guys have been producing, hand. like, they've been able They're to working find well out together. results exactly. out of nothing, yeah. And
1: uh, I, I'm really liking the link up between Bruno Fernandes and Ronaldo. Like, yeah. even Bruno's taken a back foot, like, he doesn't want yeah. to always get he, it He's dropped in, deeper
0: also, like, his positioning also exactly. deeper, yeah.
1: So, I think, yeah, like, Man City still, I don't see them as any favourites. Not title, nor, what do you say, Champions League with this squad. Yeah, I, I would put the them in the guys. top
0: five at least. Like, at least Champions League, yeah. I mean. Like, Premier League, obviously, oh, yeah, they're, they're, if, uh, they are in second on the list or third max to max. but Yeah,
1: yeah. I see them coming second in Premier League and Champions League, also reaching to the mm. semis at least. But I think it's the yeah. final edge that they require. The
0: final pieces still. Yeah, the final. Yeah, no, no. Which they I go. understand what you're like. Yeah,
1: and I, I agree.
0: Like I think Jack Grealish could still do that for them, though, because he's been good. Are you sure about that? He's been good, but well, still that's the thing. Like, are you funny? Though? Funnily enough, that's the thing with these games, like the, these things, like the difference maker games are few, right? Like these games yeah. against, like Leipzig also, I think they they are just a better team than Leipzig and Leipzig themselves are in a huge transition period. So Leipzig yeah, isn't yeah. exactly a benchmark team for them to figure out. Oh, okay. This is what we can do this season. The benchmark games are going to come. And when those benchmark games come, that's when we will find out whether this Man City side is up for it and is going to be Premier League champions or not. So, Premier League champions have a and game Champions against League PSG right now, I think
1: next week or this week. Yeah, that champions would be... Uh,
0: even that, I'm that not 100 sure game. on a benchmark because like I think Champions League oh, benchmarks, yeah. uh, Champions League benchmarks will be the there on, in the Champions League only. Like when you play those teams at the at knockout levels. Yeah, so, I don't
1: think PSG are at the best level right now. Yeah exactly, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of the point
0: I was trying to come to and I kind of lost. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, you're right. Makes sense. Yeah.
1: So, let's talk for another team. I think we should just skip the matches and maybe recover. Yeah, let's just talk a bit about the
0: team because we've got like three, four yeah. weeks of backlog. So, let's just talk about the team. So Exactly. So Okay, let's, let's talk a bit about Chelsea. Chelsea, honestly. I think, yeah, Chelsea, yeah, we need exactly. to... What are your well, thoughts? Well, I'd, I'd like you to start. And, oh, my God. Well, Big Rom life. has basically made this side impenetrable almost. Like I think Aston Villa in the League Cup was the last result where they actually kind of looked i didn't watch the game i was watching the united one instead but uh, same like uh, it's uh, a <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a machine now it's uh, it's uh, how do you destroy this thing like what's the i think tottenham had an answer for like 30 minutes they didn't succeed at it like obviously there's a if it's a football team there are ways to get at them there is always going to be ways to get at a team so that's not the problem here but this team when it's clicking and when it's working how do you beat this like like how <laughs> like what what what's the flaw what's the obvious flaw that a team can exploit like like man city also at least i can find some particular things that i can point out but with this chelsea squad like what like what exactly which is the weak point that you can spot and be like okay this is where i'm going to hit them you they know didn't what's even the best against the liverpool though. like the liverpool result was so big hmm you know, you know what's the best thing about Chelsea? I'm
1: gonna talk about the Liverpool result. Yeah. Even if Big Rom is having a bad game and he's being pocketed by Van Dyke or Ruben Dias or any strong center back, hmm. you can't break through the Chelsea defense. You can't go through Antonio Rudiger. You can't go through Thiago Silva when he's in form. You can't go through Christensen, who's been hmm. who's not been getting credit for the past 30 games. He's been insane. Hmm. And you just can't break that back three. Yeah like you saw that against Liverpool they were a man down they were defending for their life exactly exactly it yeah it so was
0: easy yeah like, they okay, held on okay, and okay. they were held on pretty well and and exactly. the funny thing is that uh, i think now that they've got saul in and now that they have that midfield like the four is there. Oh, don't right? get
1: me started on that
0: midfield four. Pa- that that there, there is so much you can do with that. There is so many different ways you can go. Like the way they did. Like the Timo Werner and Romelu Lukaku thing. That I think we, we've discussed this, right? Like I wanted them yeah. to play in tandem and in a combination. That thing becomes much easier to execute now that Saul is in the picture. Because if nothing else, if Kovačić for example, gets injured, like Kante has been injured, you can fiddle around and still play three players. Like you can still play three. You still have three options. Like, Three four three 4 3 is your normal setup, but for some particular games yeah. when you're trying to do something specific, you can switch they to a can three five two 5 well. 2 you have that flexibility yeah. to go for a three five two. play the Conte thing, like, mount, you can, sometimes you can drop off, like, or something, like, you can have a Kai Havertz yeah, try think- and play a bit, like, you can, you can do so much more with that, now they have that flexibility there, like, and uh, Kovacic has looked great, like, Kovacic has genuinely looked great, like, I've the... always
1: liked him it's his work rate and everything it's just yeah. respectable
0: you can yeah, play him once his, in a uh, month also I need to put a ability the to pick a pass is something that is very helpful to them now like because like Jorginho can spread the ball but Jorginho can't is not incisive with the through balls and stuff like that is, that's not that's not the primary role his primarily a part that's of his not play. his job Yeah, Fair he can enough. do something like that but he's not he's not the best at it Kovacic is much better at that like playing through the lines especially with Lukaku there and uh, you talked about how Lukaku can't be, uh, uh, L- Lukaku getting pocketed. Lukaku cannot yeah. be pocketed because of Lukaku's link-up play. Like if Lukaku is not able yeah, to the... get beyond the defender and not beat the defender, then he can drop back also. That's the flexibility. That is the difference between this Romelu Lukaku and the Romelu Lukaku we've yeah. seen before.
1: This Romelu Lukaku
0: can do almost everything you want him to do. Like, yes. remember the Arsenal game. The way he was linking up, that's the thing that was frustrating Arsenal the most because he was able to drop back a lot. And Pablo Mari did not know how to track this guy because he was so fluid and he was playing in so many different areas. So the versatility that Romulo Lukaku has brought to the table as a striker. Nah, this Chelsea team looks insane. Like even if the game think- he's not impacted by scoring, he is a great option to have and he's doing really well for you.
1: Go ahead. I think, I think. Chelsea might actually beat or level their 15 goals conceded in the Premier League this season. They have a very good chance to yeah. do that with how it's looking. I have a feeling there's a freak result will...
0: that will ruin that thing for them. Like, there's a 3-1 or a 4-1 see... or something like that, like, where they lose. I... And, yeah. I would have like, seen It that just happens nowadays. It's, just, it's harder on. to do in the Premier League anymore. Like, those the, the game oh, is played very differently. Like, there are, there are teams that will attack and, like, you can have bad days, like, like the, the like the man city centurions thing that's such an impressive thing because the quality of the site is much better now than it was 10 years ago or 15 years ago the yeah. level of the teams is much much higher so yeah, actually pulling off something like the like if they do it they're basically one of the best teams of all time
1: easily one of the yeah, best teams of all time in the, the premier degrees, league for sure plus their squad depth is ridiculous like City have yeah. a squad depth and then Chelsea have a squad depth too. Like, I'm not sure which one's better if you like compare it. Yeah, that's it a, a like, th-
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's actually really hard. Like,
1: if you really think like, about it, I agree with you. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Like, of course, like cities is there. Like cities has been there for a while. Like Chelsea <clears> recently <throat> got that squad depth. They didn't have mm-hmm. it under Lampard. Mm-hmm. Or even if they did, the players weren't as good as they are. Well, Lampard. they didn't realize so, what
0: they had. That's the thing that their loan squad, exactly. like the players that they send out on loan every year. There's a lot of talent. Look at Tammy Abraham right now. Yeah, he's doing well. <laughs> he looks well. like the he's best saying, striker and, in Italy. <laughs>
1: and the best part is Chelsea did what they did best and they put a buyback clause. They don't
0: mind spending 80 million down the years. Yeah, they, they both. Like, I think, I think yeah. sometimes like there's it's, it's a limited sport, right? Like Chelsea has, they can't offer Tammy Abraham. Like it's it's a best deal best for both parties, I thought. Like exactly. he's not as good as Lukaku, right? Lukaku is basically yeah. one of the best three forwards in the world. Like... It's it's a fair thing to do. I think I don't, I don't begrudge Chelsea letting Tammy Abraham go because you have a limited amount of space in your team. Like you can Move only... If you want the player to do his best and you want players to do the best for you, you have to sometimes have to choose one or the other. And in this case, Tammy Abraham had to make that choice and Chelsea had to make that choice. So fair I enough, think that's fair enough. enough. I think sometimes it's just not meant to be. Like Jesse Lingard, for example, at Manchester United. I felt it was always felt it was not meant to be. Martial at Manchester United, I think now I feel it's not meant to be. Right player, uh, the player at the timing, the context just doesn't work after a point. Like Marcus Ratchett is the opposite. Right player, exactly the right time. The day he came in is the day he was needed to be that rejuvenating force that that club needed. And he's just built on his career from there and there and there. And now he's basically one of the most Popular people in the world and one of the most respected people in the world. So,
1: yes, let's move on from Chelsea. I think we all are
0: in. Let, let's talk about Liverpool. Let's let's go to let's yeah. go to uh, my favorite manager and let's go to uh, the the best team to watch. They, like even the Crystal Palace game, dude. Did you watch the Crystal Palace game? No, I missed that game. But, it was re- it was really good to watch because like the fun thing about it was Crystal Palace were really good. And the result is a very flattering result for Liverpool. It's not a three-nil. It, it, Crystal Palace did not deserve to lose that game. Three-nil. See,
1: this is the thing that's pissing me off the most right now. Last year, Premier League, I used to watch each and every game I could,
0: I could. Yeah. But now
1: they're playing four to five games at the same time. How am I supposed to watch any No, but that's a very together? fair
0: thing to do, honestly. Like that's like that's the thing I used. Like you don't have to restrict yourself <laughs> to just Premier League football. At that time, watch Bundesliga. Bundesliga best fixtures are, actually they turn up at three in the, on a Saturday. Like that's what I started doing. I I, I try, I'm trying to follow Bayer, Leverkusen more because no, I watched but one game. It's not that insane. Seven thirty
1: fixture for me, which is which is five matches of the top teams that I can't. Yeah, I know. No, the, the,
0: the, that's the. I'm in Dublin, right? So uh, forgive me for the mistake there. The seven thirty thing is three o'clock for me. So oh, all right, all right. The the timing is the same. The timing is exactly the okay. same. The, we are talking about the same fixtures, the different time zones, so that the, the thing with that is you have to like it's it's very important for that thing to exist also and I don't like the fact that you have to watch all 10 games of the season like you pick and choose Like the fact that it it puts a load off you because otherwise it becomes a chore after that, a point yeah, like I understand you, you're, to you're, you want games. to watch all the games but it's not healthy for you to be watching all the games anyways. Like maybe watch something else, that. watch some other things. Like it's it's a i I don't mind that being the way it's being telecasted. Like the during the pandemic, because it used to be a huge headache. Like you're basically watching football all the time. And that's not and something. I see. See, that's the thing.
1: This yeah. the thing. Uh you can have the option to not watch, right? Right now, I yeah. can't have the option. Like even if you have 10 games throughout the day, you have the option to watch two or three. I don't have that option anymore. I can only watch two to three because five are taking at one place. Okay, fine. Maybe I can put one on my laptop. Dude, your your complaint
0: is such a like it's such a it's such an you'll realize because in England in UK for me, I only have the option of the one game out of the five to watch. And in the UK, you don't even have that option. Saturday three o'clock is the blackout time. You're not supposed to be telecasting games uh, on air at in that time slot because they want you to go and watch local teams and actually go out and do like. There is this, the, the blackout ruling is there. So all you right. actually have the option of uh, watching all five games, which I don't, I have to choose the one that they're telecasting on Premier Sports. I have to, ju- I have just one game to watch. That is why I was watching Liverpool versus Crystal Palace. But that's the game they gave me to watch. So, but, Fair enough. and I, I personally agree. Like, I think that that's the thing. Like, you don't have to, like, if you can't watch five games at that time, like, so you can pick and choose one of the five like you pick and choose okay this week i'll watch Liverpool, this week i'll watch chelsea like you don't have to like keep up with the arsenal game because that's the club you support but like
1: watching yeah, that's all the games
0: you because it's a long season so you have to pace yourself like right now you can be excited and and i think the dif- that's the difference between us you're still like 18 19 like you're you're yeah, still maybe young. It's the, that I'm that's be- a huge factor because i have been for 3 4 years <laughs> I've been involved in this for a, for a a longer time than you have, right? Like been watching day and understanding and like, because your brain grows up as you grow up as well. Right. So after a certain point, I'm, I'm, I personally feel really glad that this thing exists, that they play five games at a time so that my whole day is not just watching football. I can do other things. I can like the, the load is not as much. And I don't have to like, I don't watch that much football anyways. Like I'll watch. I've, if I feel like it, I watch because last year, though, I couldn't watch because there was no fan and it was really irritating to watch sometimes. But uh, mm. now I watch like four or five games a, a weekend and I'm pretty happy because I'm watching it and then I'm actually able to infer information from it and try and understand something from it. So Fair enough. fair enough. Yeah. Getting back to Liverpool now. Yeah. I think
1: Van Dyke was the key for them being titled to titles. Like, I don't see them like… Maybe they might yeah. fall apart he has like been. They have a few injuries, like everything. You know, like if Sadio Mane has been in phone, if, if he drops out or something, hmm. or Asala gets injured. I think yeah, they the might squad rotation
0: injuries. thing is always going to be an issue with this low pool squad. Exactly.
1: But see, uh, that's the thing. Like, I don't see them making it through the end with the same squad. As, see, I can see a lot of injuries coming in.
0: I, I don't see Yeah, think but Kata I think the rotation pieces in. that they had, like uh, Harvey Elliott, looked really good before the injury. I think
1: that's he's the thing. Also like, they they the point, have.
0: Right? Uh, they had plans. Like, they had... Like, last year was such an anomaly because, like, everything got fucked for them. They they lost so oh, many yeah. players due to injury. And it was so inconsistent. So, I think this year, even, like, a couple of injuries they can deal with. But the thing is, yeah, like, the Van Dyke injury... It's a couple like of injuries for the Titans. Well, every Well, nah, every no. team has that, right? If, 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 tell me one thing that will be able to live without. Like, if Kevin De Bruyne, if he's gone for, like, six months suddenly, and... If I tell you that uh, Ruben Diaz is also gone for six months, this Manchester team will not look the same. They might be able to figure it out. I'm not going to say that they won't be able to figure it out. But if like there's a there's a lot of psychological mentality. There's a lot of things going on with these injuries. So I think last year the Liverpool thing, yeah, it was a it was an anomaly. It was a freak freak incident. I think so. That is why I think taking it too much as a Liverpool having a problem with squad depth and something like that I think it's a bit too and Konate I thought looked pretty good so they they've gotten a yeah, reasonable signing also there decent. they 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 blend it's all, it's, yeah it's his injury track record also right yeah like that is like the Naby Keita awesome. thing like they they've been they've yeah, exactly. already had a player that they've had to deal with that Naby Keita now I think now he's finally gotten his rhythm he's finally getting momentum he's, I think we can yeah. see a lot I can see a lot of positives coming from Naby Keita also so there's a lot of players in this spot. We don't realize. There's a lot of options. There's still a lot of flexibility. It just last year makes us think. And there's a you think there is a fragility, and there is a fragility, but uh, it's not as bad as some people believe it is. Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna like completely take them off to
1: tenth or something. I still, I still very much think they'll be in the top four race. I think no, no, no. That-
0: the top four is not their game. They want to be title challengers. This is this, oh, yeah. this is the this is the peak of their spot. Like. This, this oh, squad is only uh, next couple of years, this is only going to get worse until unless you reinforce. Okay. So I obviously take advantage I of I that. Think, like, yeah, I just think that hmm. the only problem is
1: that Man City and Chelsea have more depth. They're yes, also in the yes, hall, yes. same Yeah, They are football. playing against two
0: insane squads, which exactly. Like, Liverpool it's doesn't not... have the money to, to make that squad. Like you just don't have the money or you don't have the right pieces in place to actually warrant that kind of a squad. It just can't happen. Like like for Manchester United, Manchester United can't get rotation players in every position at the level that Chelsea and Man City have. Because first of all, the owners won't do it. Second of all, your current manager doesn't warrant that kind of pedigree that people will go and be second option and be like, yeah, I'm satisfied with this because this guy knows what he's doing. That's not the case with Ole. That's not the case. Hmm. He's not Pep. He is not Pochettino. He is not Klopp, and he's not too good. So, fair enough. Fair enough. I think that's one of the few pointers from Liverpool. Do you
1: want to yeah. talk about Arsenal next? Of scores? I mean,
0: Uh okay. Let, let's let's uh, let's go a bit off the. Let's talk about our Leicester, honestly, because uh, they not enough, they don't look I, great. They they don't look they great, don't. do they? Nope. And like I, I was expecting them to challenge for top four, and them having I think oh. It's uh I'm not sure about that because you know
1: Madison has been out of form. No no
0: now I'm, I am I don't like I'm, I'm talking about like the last time we were discussing these thing I thought Leicester could oh, be, All right uh,
1: like is that after the FA Cup or FA Community Shield where they want to get Yeah when Kansas they City. were
0: they were starting they the squad looked good they had made hmm. some interesting uh, brought in some interesting players and uh, like the typical Leicester City way of finding gems in uh, and. Uh, in the transfer market and in the transfer system. market yeah, and enough. the yeah like whatever strategy they have, you like yeah it's
1: worked for a while. Yeah, fair enough. I just think that this side are firstly missing Wesley fauna that's there, and mm-hmm. then they're missing James Justin. He's also there. Like they're missing mm-hmm. a lot of players right now, also. Yeah, but like I think that's the thing about Leicester. They've coped up with the players they've missed in the last
0: two years, right? Yeah, like, that's the thing. They like they have a lot, have a lot of options that. in that squad and. No, I think the problem here in this particular case, it's not even just injuries. I believe that there is a, like, Brendan Rogers has that tendency to kind of, uh, like, the managers have cycles, right? Like, the, yeah. I think the Leicester team, the this particular version of this team under Rogers, I think they've kind of peaked last year. And then the second time, that gut punch of not being able to make the Champions League. I think that has affected them. There's a psychological factor here as well. Is this like Jose Mourinho's third year for Leicester? Not really. It's more like you're as a team. Okay. Yeah. This team has not been top. They, they don't have the experience of being top level challengers. Like the way the top four clubs or the top six clubs have, right? They've been contesting mm. and they've been competing for champion league football each and every year in and out. So like the club has a culture of it. Leicester is still trying to define that culture. So there are going to be hiccups. Like it's not going to be a smooth process and it's not going to be a quick process. It's going to take time. You are going to have step backs. You're going to have to figure out, okay, these are the mistakes that you make. And these are the things that you have to figure out, like the club as a whole. To reach that kind of top six status, they'll have to go through their growing pains. And this I think is one of those. So. I think something like this, you can expect like, like wolves had that, right. They really sped up. They were doing really, really, really well. And then after a certain point, they just fell flat because things happened, Situations changed, context. There is always there. And then you take a step back. Like it's like two steps forward, one step back. You have to have those pains and you have to go through these things to ensure that you are going to be, uh, like to go beyond, beyond what they've been. You have to Fair experience the good and the bad. It's more like that, I think.
1: I just have this one thing. So, like, I'm not sure how many people remember and stuff for the watches. Mm. In the last final few months of the Premier League, mm. Kiliichi Archer was an absolute fire. He was mm. unstoppable. Mm. Why is he not being played now? I can barely see him making it to the lineups or even coming off as a substitute. And he's not made any impact. It's maybe like, maybe he's
0: not fit. Maybe like there could be a thousand different reasons for be. why he's not being picked. Could be, but he's he's on the bench, right? Like, yeah. Either yeah, no, but he maybe might not be fit enough game. to play full games or yeah, he's not be. been training well or something like There Could be a lot of things that are going on in the background. That's the thing. Because I think that player had some good potential for the last few last years. Oh, yeah, definitely. Inacho looked great last year. Like, exactly. In the second basically, the season, like, like the way Mikhail Antonio is right now, like the hottest name in FPL markets and stuff like that. Oh I think Ienache was that for a while last year, wasn't he? Like the guy who couldn't stop storing him and Joe Willock. Like hmm. uh, yeah, Lingard and all these guys. Like he wasn't that yeah. level of player. Like players who were dictating games and changing games. He's yeah, not doing that, that clearly. So there is exactly, something going that's something on. That's, that's, that's the thing. It's still September. Also. Let's let's wait. Let's 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 see how this evolves. Let's see how this goes. Maybe Leicester mm. are able to find their formula and find. That's the thing. Like every season, in a new season. You have to. It's a new challenge. You have to figure out how to deal with each game. And it's a. It's always a Maybe, process. It's. Uh, it's not. You're not starting from where you left off the previous season. You're actually starting from a new season. Like that's the thing. So you. There's a reset. Yeah, that's there. a good thing.
1: Yeah. Maybe so, this is a good thing in hindsight. Like unlike the yeah. last two seasons where Leicester started off on a good start and ended mm. on a bad start. Maybe they could start off. Maybe they. Yeah. And yeah. A good, exactly.
0: Yeah. They they're trying to figure something to out and season. be more of a, like, grind out games more. Because I think Leicester, when they're good, they're good. But when the plan kind of fails, they, they've they fallen flat on their face. And we've seen them fall flat on their face multiple times in the last couple of years. Because they've not been able to make Champions League from positions they should have. So, hmm. yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's a, you have to give these things a season. And, uh, okay. Moving on to the next team, which everyone yeah. had been
1: skeptical of last season. Hmm. But I still thought they were much better than they were placed. Brighton have been amazing.
0: And you can't take that away from them. Yeah, Brighton have had the opposite of what they were having last season, right? At least statistically speaking. Like Hmm. this year, their XG numbers, like they've looked good. They've been pretty good. I haven't watched them much this year, honestly. But uh, they're outperforming their XG. They're outperforming their XG. The statistics are very impressive. The game results also, Hmm. they've grinded out results from where they might have not gotten full points. Like the yeah. the uh, 88th minute goal that he scored like that was a game they might not should not have won honestly speaking I think against Wolves only I'm not 100% sure but yeah I'm not sure if it was Wolves but yeah you know like, like they they, they, the they are sometimes. like 4th in the table or 5th in the table so they are doing yeah. great like they obviously I think maybe this is the season that, uh, the like I've, the I've, I've always not side, thought yeah. I've, I've always thought that Graham Potter is not as good as people think that he is and uh, I was very skeptical on him. Maybe he's going to prove me wrong this year. Maybe uh, this is just a good peak and th- they might come back down to normal, come back down to earth he after a point. beat Brentford one-in. So yeah, Brentford. In yes. 90th win, yeah. Brentford is a team that I would love to discuss because... Oh, oh yeah, oh, I
1: even know. I would. I've seen their games. They've been amazing. Oh. Especially that bad It's line. the
0: Atlanta feeling, dude. Oh, my God. I love it. Like the rotations when you start doing... now, uh, When you start rotating, like... Like, Liverpool have smaller rotations. These guys hmm. take rotation to a bit of a higher level. And Ivan Tony, like, wow, he's so good. He could do so much. Like, he's so versatile. Think, he's so uh, I impactful. I think Brentford
1: scored four goals in the world's first half. Only. only two of them counted, but he was amazing. <laughs> His up with oh, him. wow, what a player.
0: He's so good to watch. Like, I don't know if he's going to be able to maintain this. It's, uh, but it's the very early on in the season. And the, yeah, exactly. the, the, the thing about him that is most impressive i found is that his willingness to move the ball and link up play and stuff like that i thought this guy's going to go go score as much as possible i hadn't seen Brentford much before this year but the thing with ivan mm-hmm. tony is his decision making is great i'm a huge fan of how he makes his decisions like i've from what i've watched very interesting to watch the manager is great the way this side rotates, like if you're playing rotational football, I'm automatically on your side. I just love what the, if the teams that do this kind of thing. That is why I started watching Leverkusen. They were doing rotations as well. That's why I love Atlanta because they do these things. Like when you're playing around with and like when you're um, imply uh, Im, like the, when you're trying to implement some fascinating football philosophies, I'm always into watching Like Leeds are a great example of a team that yeah. do a lot of rotations. Leeds are one of the best teams to watch. Yeah,
1: Like, I don't even mind seeing them lose 3-0, but they'll give their all. And give, yeah, the, they're, they're, there is always fight to be had in these
0: games. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, I think so, Brentford, yeah, Brentford also, Brentford like most of played. the games you'll enjoy watching because they're trying to do something. Like, just the fact that they're trying to do something that most teams are not capable of doing, that automatically just makes them a great thing to watch. <laughs> hmm.
1: Another team which has had a pretty decent uh, start for, barring the Aston Villa result, Everton. They've surprised
0: me. Like yeah, I, I I did not expect games. this. I did not expect this from him. I did not expect. Rock I thought they'll be an stodgy and boring and underinteresting. Like exactly. I, I had no expectations of Andros Townsend. I've never really been a huge fan. Like, but he's he's got that penchant for a long-range shoot shot and oh, scoring yeah, great goals. But I always thought that he's he's a bit overhyped. But he's he's doing well. I, he's he's been pretty good he's for, doing well. I I think, been think... for them. Well, Demari Gray has been great for them.
1: I don't think Andre Townsend is like what a consistent player that they require. I think Demiragri
0: has been great. Tukure has yeah. been exceptional. No, but and that's the thing. There, Townsend came. doesn't have to be your goal scorer. He does a lot of things as well. Like he's doing a lot of the work, the work that you have to put in. That's the thing. That's the thing with Benitez and this team. They are willing to put in the yards. That is very very important because of because they know what the financial situation with the team is. You couldn't in reinvest rein, much in it, especially with the Hamas thing completely falling off. With the Ancelotti thing, that you would expect them to be reeling from the Ancelotti thing, but Benitez has picked up the pieces mm. well, and that is something that he has shown that he has a skill to do because of with Newcastle, that's literally that was his job: just pick up the pieces and make something bearable out of it. And that is why Newcastle yeah, fans enough. loved him. Like enough, he's just producing out of what he's the or the cards that he's been played, and he's doing really well till now. Let's see how it goes. Hmm. I think the Aston Villa result was like more of a blip. Like they didn't have to charge. Well, Leon, or Leon or... really just destroyed them, didn't he? In the 20 minutes exactly. he was on the pitch. And, yeah, exactly. and right. I think I think he that, that is one of the games the that when you feel, right? Like uh, we we didn't realize this before. Sometimes there are games, like at least I didn't realize this before. When the fans, that it's more than a 12th man. It's not just somebody who's pushing you on. Sometimes the, there's an ability with full stadiums and with a lot of crowds in the stadium and with a euphoric fan base. They pull the ball into the net sometimes, I feel like like exactly. some, the, somehow like, or the now other. If like,
1: you're watching the results and everything, you have to be careful whose home stadium it is. Like last year, yeah, it is
0: exactly like the energy of the, is, yeah, exactly. the, the, energy of the fan this year. brings the ball into the goal sometimes. Like there is that uh, it's that's literally not that's not exactly how it works in a. Yeah, obviously sense. I guess But like, the there is a psychological thing, right? Like, there is that go- going on, right? When the fans are pushing you on and egging you on, and sometimes the home result, when you're the home team, the result will break in your favor, and you will get the goal you're looking for, just because yeah. the fans also are willing you to do it, like. And that is yeah, what yeah. I'm loving about watching this season. That is why I'm so much more excited to watch football this year than last year, because, like, there is a magic to this game. There is has always been a magic to sports with fans in them. Uh,
1: oh, like, obviously, especially football, the amount of fans, like 50,000, 60,000. Like any sport, like I even basketball,
0: it. it becomes so much more beautiful to watch when you, you have the fans in the stadium and they're like, like I was watching like one of the greatest moments in my opinion in basketball history that is going to, be. I was watching Giannis in the NBA finals and the fans were there and they were back after so long and it made it, Hundred thousand, hundred thousand times better. Like it was so much better to watch. Like this year when we will be watching the Champions League final. Hopefully, when the fans are in the in attendance and stuff like that. And when you're winning those games, when you're Premier League champions, like the the atmosphere and the the feeling of euphoria that will be there at that moment. Like that's when you realize like how much this means and how Im- how amazing this sport the sport in itself really is. And how it, the power that it has to bring us together, like it's, it's, I am, uh, I'm loving the season and the fact that the fans are there makes a huge difference in my opinion.
1: Fair enough. I think we should now get back to the teams which are clenching their claims to be in the top six: Arsenal and Spurs. So let's start ah, okay, off with okay. Spurs. I don't know
0: what the to first talk about three games. Spurs. I don't know what the to talk
1: First games. Have yeah, you
0: seen their games? I, I've I I've watched. Yeah, but, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch the Man City one. I watched uh, I watched bits of the ch- like the funny thing with me this year has been right like uh, incidentally I have watched the worst halves of good games this year. Like uh, awesome. the like Liverpool Crystal Palace I watched the second half I missed the first half. Tottenham Chelsea I missed the sec- first half I watched the second half. Like hmm. like the games in which the contest was really interesting and when the things were setting up I watched the f- I missed the first half but I watched the second half. I've, I watched a lot of games with just single halves and stuff like that. So uh, that's
1: that's good. That
0: that's, that's yeah, not think... been great. Like I've generally I've been on the back end of, uh, watching the poorer half. Like <laughs> so, it's been kind of unlucky, and uh, so Tottenham I haven't watched a lot of. And when Son is not playing, I don't really want to watch Tottenham. Anyways, like Son is the main reason oh, yeah. I watch the team. Anyway, so.
1: Yeah, so I think the first three results they grinded them out. Like, yeah, they weren't exactly great. Like, mm. they barely had any goal targets and everything. Like, you know, Sun stepped in a while, and everything. Mm. Harry Kane has not found the start that people were looking for. Nope. And I think it has it, it. It should like it might be an impact for him not getting a, a go or what do you say, move away and everything. He's yeah. still not completely... Well, he you know, he uh, was unfit
0: at the start of the season because of the preseason things that happened. So he was yeah. always going to have a uh, adaptation period. During the season, like he's going to get fit during the season.
1: Yeah, fair enough. And like, yeah, he's not been exactly the player they need. Uh, Tele Ali, who I thought is going to have an exceptional start and everything, he also hasn't hit the ground running and anything. They he's barely okay. managed to. He's been okay he's though. Right. He's, he's he's obviously this. He's showing that he's better. Better enough. than the Mourinho yeah. time period at least. I'll give exactly. let's give him that much credit. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, that's the manager and everything. But, like, even against the game against Wolves, where they lit the two two nil leads, that you know, there's still the bottling, everything, it's still there. And I'm not sure, like, the last two results, I think the Crystal Palace result wouldn't be fair to judge because they had a red card early on in the game, if I'm not wrong.
0: Nah, but like, Chelsea held on against Liverpool, so uh, like, United against Young Boys, also, I don't think you can just excuse the result because of a red card. Like, the Spurs one I felt was an anomaly last year. Remember when Manchester United lost to Spurs six one? That I felt exactly, was a freak exactly. incident. Like just, it, just the way yeah. the game was playing, right? It just felt like a freak incident. So I didn't mm. take too much from it. But maybe three nil against Crystal. Well, Crystal Palace are good. So maybe, maybe yeah. you're right as well. Like I'm not. I'm not hundred percent sold either way. I'm sitting in the middle plus
1: i think it was the uh, uh, edwards what do you say impact when he came in the last 20 yeah, like, minutes yeah. things just went haywire so yeah yeah
0: when he was scoring at 9 80 xg per season or whatever the number yeah oh
1: what would you say the chelsea game i don't think they would have won the game at any cost like i didn't see any other result than that you know cuz like they weren't going to be able to stop Romelu Lukaku and with the form Harry Kane and Sun uh, Harry Kane was in. I don't think they were going to get past the Chelsea defense line either and Mm. Thiago Silva put put up another uh, extremist performance like I didn't see him performing that well like so that's there so yeah Mm. I don't think though I still think like I'm not sure how convinced I am with Spurs. I don't think they have the... I think they and Arsenal have... They are not convincing at all. That's the thing those. with
0: Spurs. Like, the, that's the that's the thing. Like, they are the least convincing team that we've discussed so far. Regardless. Yeah, like, in I- good or in bad. Like, they're just so muddled and you don't know what to expect from this team. Like, I don't know what they're going to turn up with in, in, in the North London derby this weekend. Like, I honestly, I, I can't tell because... Uh, what what are they trying to do like i know what they're trying to do what they're trying to achieve like nuno is trying to adapt to the players a bit as well but they are a, very much still a squad and a team in flux like in terms of finding their groove and in their their footing in the league right now let's talk Talking. let's go to the other side let's let's talk about yeah. arsenal and okay before that i have a small uh, like kind of like a uh, exception thing i have to ask you where is so, Sergio Ramos? Is he playing for PSG? I, I haven't seen him in any of the squad. Is he he's, playing? He's he's injured as of now. I'm okay, sure. Okay, great. He's ah, not good fit. Thing, yeah. and, and I think yeah, now, that it, just I, I think, think that just justifies got... Spain not taking him to the Euros. Like if you look back, like good good decision they made yeah. and it worked for them. They were semi finalists in that tournament.
1: So. It worked for them. Yeah, fair yeah.
0: enough. And, yeah. Yeah. No. Just I just, just banned... I was just wondering. I didn't realize. I I just realized that Ramos I haven't seen Ramos play for PSG at all this year. so... I thought I last. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's get back to topic. Let's get back to Martin Odegaard and Thomas Partey in Whitfield. That access. Did you expect that? Uh, And did you expect it to work? Do you still expect uh, it to work, I mean,
1: I think Thomas Partey is going to have a good season. I think he's also going to be the anchor of the team. As Mikel Arter says, he should be the, what do you say, pivotal point. And I Hmm. can see them playing a 4-1-4-1. Yeah. I think it can work with Partey being the pivot.
0: Honestly, Only I think if in big games, also, do you really need to play Thomas Partey as a single anchor? Lokonga is pretty good. I thought he, I thought I liked whatever I've seen from him. I've but liked, I liked Lokonga, a lot but I... what I saw from Gendouzi when he first came in. So, yeah, I'm not yeah, the greatest see, the judge of Arsenal is, midfielders. So,
1: yeah, I guess I see that. But I think it wasn't that Ganduzi was never a good, bad player or anything. It was his attitude problems. His that attitude, attitude became a problem.
0: huge pain. Yeah.
1: He's I think that still well, is, is a problem. I'm not wrong. I hmm? see, he's still playing well there in France.
0: Yeah, but the attitude thing will always come back to bite if him. If he has to change, it, come that, back. Like, though, even the way he plays, you can see that there is something there. Like
1: He gets exactly. too
0: wound up and he gets Hot-headed too aggressive. Like,
1: exactly, that's there. But yeah, Odegaard I've liked since the start of the season. He's a signing which I anyways preferred over Madison when I wrote my article also. Yeah. I thought it was a yeah, yeah, better yeah, yeah. buy. And that actually worked out. Like, Madison hasn't been in form. And, you know, he's one of those players who goes out of form and he zones out. and I think, But, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think that just uh, he's just not been able to get himself fit. I think. Like, it's just, or maybe exactly. the pandemic hell doesn't help. Like, some players have been affected. Like, that's the thing. Like, these kinds of things we won't realize until a couple of years down the line. When people will actually start talking about the pandemic in the past. It's still not in the past, right? So, we don't know what experiences, what things people have gone through during the pandemic. And especially for footballers, when you're so much in the limelight and like, they, they, you're so isolated as a person, especially because, like, you can't go out in public and just chill normally. Like, you can't just plus, have your plus, normal life. Fair so. enough. Plus, the thing is, thing is, which
1: I like very much about Martin Odegaard is a mm-hmm. player on loan, which yeah. is
0: complete shift
1: in the biggest game of our club, uh, like, the North London Derby. He mm-hmm. was exceptional in that game. And that just mm-hmm. made me fall in love. Like, wow, we need this player if he can put up this shift while being a lone player, knowing the history of the club and knowing mm. how much this game means, you know, mm. like for an Arsenal fan, even if you don't yeah, 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 season, beating Spurs is a very big achievement. Like, yeah. it's not a very big Why achievement. Why do you think I love like, Arsenal yeah. so much? He scored, so, his
0: scored his first goal against Liverpool. Like, that's the biggest, uh, like, automatically, it just makes you a hero. Exactly. Like, it just sits yeah. with you.
1: It's sits with yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I think Arsenal's problem is now not in the midfield and not in the defense also. I think Gabriel hmm. and White is a good. It's a decent partnership. Hmm. It's the striking problem now. Hmm. I'm not. I I do I'm not convinced of the yet. Like he might have gotten that scrappy goal. Yeah. Against what do you say? Oh, was it Burnley or it was Norwich? I'm not sure. I think Burnley. I think Norwich, Norwich was the scored, one he Nor- scored at.
0: Norwich, Norwich I think yeah. he scored
1: because I think Burnley was the free kick that Odegaard scored, no? Yeah, Burnley was the free kick. That was brilliant. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh. But in those two games, they've not looked convincing attacking wise. Like okay, defensively, okay, Ramsdale has been great. Mm. He's been vocal in the box. He's been a mm. monster. Everything. Okay. Gabriel and White is working also. Mm. Aubameyang is not working, mm. and the worst part is they're not playing Lacazette. I think you. Uh, the game wasn't broadcasted. The Wimbledon was lost Lacazette was great, mm. and even throughout last season, it
0: might. Yeah, not but be the thing any... is that Wimbledon also. So you have to take that with a grain of salt. Like.
1: Oh yeah, obviously. I'm yeah. not saying the Wimbledon is the result to take it from. I'm taking mm-hmm. it from the West. No, no, Western I like Lacazette
0: as well. I kind, I get what
1: he's his like link up play with the midfielders. He can drop back, you know. He can. Mm-hmm. He has a good partnership with Emil Smith Rowe on the pitch with Saka and with Odegaard. He, they can pass around. Aubameyang sometimes zones out. Like either he's gonna have a great game where he scored two goals or he'll have five touches throughout the game. If there's no in between, you won't ever like. Maybe in the recent <laughs> games you've seen him put a slightly better shift than last time.
0: But like even yeah, in those, games. but those kinds of things are also like it depends on what environment you're in as well. Like Arsenal have been in flux for a long time. Like Obamayang, like, like look at it from Aubameyang's perspective. He's like everything around me is gone. Like, why what reason do I have to really care now? Like when me doing anything like I'm not last year, not now. Like when everything yeah. was going Keep the, the mic, time, keep the mic closer. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, when everything was going downhill last year, like everything is around you is burning and there's so much going on like uh, you you lose focus you lose concentration also right like you're like uh like how do i deal with this pandemic is going on there's so much things going on like i think
1: he had a lot he, of things on his like mind this is his, is his chance
0: this is his chance like he has to figure this out now in the next couple of months until unless Mikel is like okay i think Lacazette makes more sense with this team and obameyang becomes a bench player or whatever it is like an
1: impacts up yeah i think obameyang like, like, that's the so thing like you I have to
0: think... the, like more time like Again, come back to that concept again. More time, more uh, you need. You need to give these guys time to figure out exactly what's the best way to deal with this particular situation. So I would much rather see Lockers that
1: start in the Northland derby, like even the last time where they benched hmm. the bowman because he was late or anything. They actually worked. and like you know, benching your captain and still putting up a great performance with the team you had and everything. It was actually a good thing, and I can see yeah. Lockers are doing this well. Their stem also. Like, Lacazette's goals in the North London Derby haven't been amazing. Like, even the time we lost, we had an absolute screamer last season, last last season or something. You mm-hmm. know, there's always those factors and anything. But yeah, I think I'd much rather start Lacazette. And yeah, I think Arsenal haven't been convincing. So, they need to start scoring goals. Like, yeah. they've created a lot of chances. There's no doubt. Like, even mm-hmm. against Burnley and Norwich, they just didn't convert mm-hmm. them. And that's a worrying side. That, that makes me remind me of, like, a very shit version of manchester
0: hmm. city to put it in that way i guess okay uh, so uh, before we go uh, i think one last thing i think i want to discuss with you i think premier league i don't think we need to discuss too much more i think we will get to more things as we go on we know we haven't discussed all the teams but uh, i don't want to discuss it all in one go and uh, like before we go let's uh, we'll do i think we can start doing this weekly from now on let's just yeah, have sure. a like a bit more of a deep dive like have a 10 minute discussion on any team, any non-English team or I really have to talk about this team. I really have to talk about Kareem Benzema. Uh, I can't
1: resist the duo of Kareem Benzema. Oh no, wait, 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 wait wait, too, wait,
0: wait, 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 I was hoping we would do Barcelona today, but. Oh yeah, you said okay. that, fair enough. Fair okay, enough. but no, we can delay that because you're wearing the jersey also. So fair enough. Plus, plus uh, I think we'll Barcelona do Barca next week then more, because I really want to talk much, about Barcelona and uh, a, we'll we'll discuss real madrid instead then let's let's just have a 10 minute discussion on what real madrid are doing so, comparatively
1: just to finish you and uh, finish your point and everything yeah barcelona it is uh, much of for what do you say cliffhanger everything we yeah like there's a lot the of things
0: part. going on that is right. why i want to discuss it like that is that is what's fascinating me about it there are so many so we'll things that we can pull time. at right you know like there we'll are so need many need different things that we have to discuss there that is, I think that, that is why I'm saying that we, we like that is why I think I, I have a, I think we should do this weekly like have a deep dive into a club like maybe research a bit before we come in and like, Fair like we actually have an uh, actually have a in-depth discussion on what's going on and how we think it should go forward so
1: this exactly. week let's start
0: with Real Madrid. And, uh, I don't
1: think we need to have so much of a deep dive in Real Madrid because they're doing all right. I think Barcelona. Yeah, no, they. But, but we can still
0: discuss it. Like, why? Because I don't like. We. I just don't want us to be restricted to the Premier League. I want to discuss more teams fair around enough. the around Europe and around the world, maybe also. So fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I get that. So yeah. talking
1: about Real Madrid, hmm. they have gotten off to a great start. I think, the compared to last season, hmm. they're much more attacking side under Ancelotti. Yeah like Benzema has the best goals and assist ratio. Yeah I think Benzema has basically or... been
0: the best striker this year not uh, whose first name is not Bob isn't it like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Best
0: best striker yeah. like I think he's been better than Lukaku at, at this season. I, and, I think uh, he's better than Lewandowski. Uh, like, I don't think he's now, better than like, Lewandowski. No. As of I'm not going is, to I'm not going talking to talking about current form yeah, no, but Le, Le, Lewandowski's been scoring like crazy. Like, I don't know what else, what other numbers you want. Like, I think, I think the current form away. number. Yeah, I yeah, know. If I'm, you're talking just, about current form, you, we can disagree, right? The like the we don't stats. have to, we don't have oh, to, obviously. I'm just, you're just stating our points. Yeah, go ahead.
1: actually, I'll listen to it. Obviously. Voice. So I'll just Bro. like bring it up into perspective. Hmm. Benzema has 15 goals slash assists in eight games. Hmm. Lewandowski has eight, if I'm not wrong. Okay. Haaland has 10. And Mm. Lukaku is a bit low and everything. He's adjusted Mm. to the Premier League. Fair enough. Mm. Benzema, I just... He's... I'm not sure I can say carrying because Real Madrid are playing well, but I think he's showing his peak form right Mm. now. Mm. Like, he's showing that, okay, I am the leader of Real Madrid and this is how it's going to be. Like, he's showing Depay that you're nowhere close to me and everything. And, like, after Messi, I'm the best player in the league. And he's showing that. And, like, Mm. fair respect because, like, even last season he did. Like, Mm. even in a much
0: less attacking side, he had like
1: thirty to forty goal contributions for. It wasn't
0: a much less attacking side. Right? I think it was a side that was very much dependent on Benzema to provide something. Like that's the thing, and Benzema is able to Fair do enough. that. That is the most he interesting that. thing that I've realized about Benzema in the last couple of years. This guy is a complete forward. He can do a lot of things for you, and he is willing to do a lot of things for his team. Like that. That the like there are few players that I actually genuinely believe when they say I am willing to do anything for my team. Benzema is Benzema one of those players. Good. Fair enough. He is one of those I, guys.
1: So Fair enough. Go and ahead. I take. think one more surprise. Like, okay, I expected Benzema to be good. Decent. Vinicius <laughs> Junior. His <laughs> finishing has finally come back. Like, <laughs> I won't say come back. I've never seen him be a good finish. He's, up, he's, he's a, young player, a young player, dude. Young Brazilian exactly. player.
0: Trying to adapt to the biggest club in the world. Uh, yeah, fair that, that enough. Growing fair. pains are always going to be there. Go ahead. Yeah, obviously
1: not taking anything away. But <laughs> he's already doubled his total goals <laughs> from last year. Three. Six mm. right, five right now. If I'm not wrong, right. five or yeah. six. One of them. He has been exceptional. I think that's mm. a really good thing. Because like you know, Benzema, and, uh, Vinicius Junior had that clash up last time out. That I swear on my mother's life, he's playing against us. And mm. I think he's actually picked that up, and the relationship has been fixed between those guys, which is a really good thing. But yeah, I think Edward Kamawinga has had put has put up great performances for Real yes. World in the short. Like yes. he's been great in the games yeah. he's played. I think they're still like, I spoke to a friend of mine who's a Real Madrid fan. I think they're still missing that Tony Cruz factor, like a leader and everything and stuff in the midfield. Yeah, this is stuff. a squad in
0: transition anyways. Like they were, uh, mm. like it's a... Uh, they're trying to
1: blend in with the old and the new ones, you know, like there's Vinicius. Yeah, junior, I, Kammer, think, yeah. No, I think, yeah, no, I think they're right? just
0: waiting for Mbappe. I think that, that's not more, more it felt like, like Benzema is dragging them to the title at this moment, I feel like. This team is not, oh. uh, I'm not like, just if you look at the players and the uh, on-paper squad, like, Real Madrid are not the best team on paper. Atletico Madrid are better. On paper. Fair enough. Fair enough. But when you have a player like Benzema, who's won so much, like, that's the thing. That's the difference between Real Madrid and Atletico. Atletico's psychology has always been an underdog. That's how Simeone hmm. wants to function. He doesn't want the lead. He wants to be chasing. He wants to be hounding you. Like, that's the the, the pack of dogs, pack of wolves mentality that you have, right? Like, no, people don't expect anything from us. They underestimate us, and then we go in for the kill. That's what we want to do. Real Madrid, on the other hand, and especially like players like Benzema and Modric and uh, and uh, who's the keeper, Courtois, and like these guys, like these guys who have won stuff and who have been winning stuff for a long time, they are more like they they are much more in control of the situation.
1: They know yeah, how to lead.
0: They know how to be on top, and they know how to get you to the end. They know how to get you past and get you to the end. That is why I think Real Madrid at this moment, in my opinion, are favourites for La Liga.
1: I s- look, I agree with that. I think the only yeah. problem
0: that they might have is the defense,
1: which might yes be, that is always going come to come back. It's it's a,
0: it's a flawed squad. Yeah, it's a flawed squad. It is. It's not a perfect squad, obviously. Yeah, they're doing well and not even a perfect squad. squad it's a genuinely flawed squad. Like this is not a Champions League winning squad. This crowd cannot oh, yeah. win the Champions League in my opinion like it'll, it'll it will it will take an enormous stroke of like i i don't want to call it luck, luck but it's going to fixtures, uh, yeah. like it's going to be a very uh, the probability of it like the statistics if if i look at it the numbers like looking at how other teams are built the chance of this real Madrid squad actually making it to the top are much lesser than most teams when mbappe comes the situation changes that's a different situation the squad might yeah, have the I flaws think- but then they'll have two mercurial completely game changing players in their side Fair Two enough. is much better than one here. Like, Luca Modric yeah. is awesome. But Luca Modric, as a game-changer and completely, like, to change games, you need goals, right? You need people... he can... will be what? 36 next and year? Yeah, 37? the age and everything. Like, there is so many factors. Like, you Tony Cruz is also old. age right? in every game. Exactly. You can't yeah. expect these guys to... But that's the thing with the, having Carlo Ancelotti on board. Like, he'll get the best out of the players that he's given. Like, that's the thing with Carlo. I think that is why they brought him in. Because they knew it was a transition here. And who best to deal with the transition here? Then a play, a guy who's give him the cards nice you it. want. He'll get you something out of it. He'll give you a best case scenario out of it. That's Fair just one of the coach ra. functions. So,
1: and I think they do need a defender next year also, because they will be getting well. They lost Varan. Like,
0: they basically lost one of the best centre back partnerships of the last decade, and obviously you're going to have to make additions to it. Like the financial situation has been a problem. Like, Real Madrid don't really have that money, and whatever money they had, they were saving up for Mbappé. And, mm. like, yeah, that's a whole other complete nonsense discussion, which will just b- blow my mind if we start having it. And uh, so, but- I just have
1: this last question before we kind of end it today. Mm. Mm. Do you think PSG was smart to ask for 200 million when Real Madrid were giving a 80? Mm. Or was it a dumbass move?
0: I thought P- PSG should have sold Mbappe. You thought so? I personally thought, yeah. I just I mean, thought they I could didn't... have done with like Messi, Neymar and like build the squad. You can't build a squad around three players who are not going to give you any, anything defensively. Man City, hmm. Chelsea, uh, Liverpool, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Juventus, uh, Juventus I don't know. Uh, let's put them aside. Italy, let's put them aside yeah. for a little bit. And... Like these teams are going to overrun you. These teams are going to destroy you if you don't have. You have to really. There's going to be a very. This is going to be a very challenging tactical setup for Pochettino. The manager is not. I don't think the manager and the combination of players makes a lot of sense. Pochettino is a project manager. Pochettino is like Klopp. You can't give Klopp the the uh, uh, the stars of the world to build a team around. He's not. A, he's not a star maker. He's not a He's not a uh, a manager who will collect a team of stars and make them brilliant. No, he needs players who will do particular jobs for him. Pochettino is the same way. You can't give him Messi and like the combinations don't make enough sense for Pochettino to like if Pochettino is capable of being a star maker, like making a group of stars be their best, then maybe yes. But I don't think Pochettino is that guy. So, yeah, go ahead. Fair enough. Plus, I
1: think even I have a similar, what do you say, opinion that maybe on paper... It's Messi, 200 Mbappe, million, man. Neymar, fucking hell.
0: Take 200 million. Why not? Like, boy. I mean, yeah, I understand you have an infinite uh, well of uh, oil money coming into the club. And like, it's a joke, man. It's a fucking joke.
1: I guess, I guess the point of your thinking behind them is that Mbappe is much more worth than 200 million to PSG for a year. Like, you know, Like I get that, like maybe with Mbappe this year they might have a better chance on paper. I don't know about that.
0: I I think they should have sold him. That's the thing. On paper, I I because if you
1: think about it and like the way the thing with Messi, Mbappe, Neymar, Hmm. I don't see. I see Messi and Neymar working together. That's been because we've seen
0: that happen before. Exactly. But but the but the thing is, the third striker was very different to Mbappe. Very very different. A striker Mm -hmm. was willing to put in the hard yards. That's literally what Suarez is best at. He's going to exactly. put in that graft and Neymar is willing to do it as well. Even like, and Messi now is just, you can't expect him to do because he's hmm. just not there physically anymore at that level. But he was Fair never enough. a great like, defensive player anyway. So.
1: Oh yeah, it was not his work rate appreciated on the defensive end anyway. So yeah, I guess that's it for today. Okay, but one last thing. Let's, let's
0: get back to Real Madrid and actually let's just finish this one off. Like. Fair uh, enough yeah uh, we were talking about uh, the the defense. squad the de- not even the defense like just just the squad in general like we, uh, yeah i wanted to talk a bit about uh, the atletico and real but the battle there like how it might like how uh, because squad wise atletico are better they have so many options i think that's the problem with this year now atletico have too many options like with griezmann also coming in there so like joao felix what happened to joao felix man he's completely just like he's just like I've been always been on the lookout for Joe Felix. Do well. Please do well. Do well. It's just not clicking by the looks of it right now. I am so, and now yeah. that Griezmann has come in, there are so many options that they have. Like the Rodrigo de Paul transfer has been like bang on. Perfect transfer oh, yeah, like- to make. But oh. They need that 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 spark is not there. Suarez is not going to do what Suarez did last year that's just not happening let's just be honest yeah
1: i think the hope is on
0: Friesman. like if he picks up his form very left yeah right, what he says, i hope so but yeah, i don't a know it's uh i don't, I don't see know happening. i I, like, I can't i i think real madrid are better suited to the champions league like to the championship to win the league this year, I think Real Madrid are in a much better position. I think Real Madrid should actually be like, yeah, fuck the Champions League after a point. We'll be like, yeah, we focus on the league more. Like,
1: I think even Griezmann is is past his prime and I don't see him returning to anywhere close to the form he has. He's just
0: 30, man. That's so bad. Like that's such a... We saw him at the World Cup. He was so good. He was so good. Mm. And now like three years on from that, Like the suggestion that he's passed his prime, it's such a saddening thought. Like, isn't it? Like just,
1: it is so good. Yeah. Like the two years at Barcelona, it it might have caused a lot of damage. And you have to agree Definitely has
0: caused a lot of damage. There is, that's irrefutable. Like there is no, like what has it not damaged? Like the Barca, the Bartomeu end of the reign and everything. Tell me one thing that it did not damage for that club. Like that is what like that. Those are the strings I wanted to pull at with Barcelona. Let's not go there. We'll do that next week. We'll we'll go there next time. Yeah, okay. because like I want to have that in-depth discussion about this club and I want to talk. All right. It. That is why I don't want to do it now. So we'll do it next week. And on that note, on that miserable note for Antoine Creel... this like, is like let us uh, finish this and uh Please uh, fo- follow us on uh, Instagram, on Twitter, the PL Report football page and uh, follow us individually as well if you wish. Like, I am not very active on social media anyway, so I don't know if it makes any sense for you to follow. And yeah, like just keep up with, the. Uh, let's just, uh, we'll try and keep up more frequently with what's going on in the football world and especially the Premier League. And uh, yeah, that's it for today and Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.
1: Uh, See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.